Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Football 24-7 with John McMullen, and I am your humble host, Tone DeShield II. Before we get too deep into the content, make sure you guys smash that like button. It really helps the content grow. On top of that, make sure you guys comment below, and most importantly, make sure you guys are subscribed to the Jacob Sports YouTube channel. And if you also want to catch more content from John McMullen, if you want to catch his articles, make sure you guys are locked in on jkibsports.com. That's J-A-K-I-B sports.com. So let's get right into it. First things first, John, how are you feeling? Uh, doing well. Big day. Big day for the offense. Finally break through a little bit. Start looking a little bit better. Big day for for Jalen Hurts, uh, really hot from, you know, kind of started feeling it in in uh, one-on-one drills between the receivers and defensive backs, was making a lot of nice throws, and that uh, carried over into teamwork, which was more important. So, you know, everybody was hot at the Novacare Complex today because it was – you know, 92 degrees or whatever, but um, nobody was hotter than Jalen Hurts. He really, really, really performed well. And it was a very, very positive development tone because it was not good for the first four open practices. So a little sigh of relief, at least uh, for the short term. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, It's interesting because, Today was the first day of full pads. Am, am I correct? Yes. Yes. Full pads. Uh, 92 degrees. Uh, <laughs> 90 plus minutes. Uh, longest practice uh, as well. A little bit over an hour and a half. So, um, yeah. I, I thought the offense would start to look a little bit better once the pads came on because of the offensive line. But. Hey, maybe Jalen Hurts needed the pads. 
Well, it's interesting because that kind of lends to your point, right? That he's not a practice guy. He needs he needs the full fledged uh, vibe of a game. He needs the pads. He needs the momentum. He needs he needs all the energy that comes from a, from live action, right? And uh, it's interesting, you know. I, I really want to pick your brain about what you said about Jalen Hurts. You said today was well. You, well, let's just be honest. You said no one was hotter than Jalen Hurts, right? We know it was 92 degrees, but he must have been 100 degrees. So, you know, can, can you expand on that? What what was working for him today? You know, like a street shooter in basketball, sometimes you got it, uh, you know, shooters. Sometimes they have it one day, they don't have it the next. Uh, and the great ones like Steph Curry have it uh, very, very consistently. And that's what you're looking for with Jalen Hurts is more consistency. But – um you know, a day like today proves he can do it. Um, so I think that's that's a positive. Uh, now you just got to be more consistent. You got to do it day in and day out, and that's that's the hard part. Um, but you know, number of nice deep throws. I mean, this team had trouble completing a pass over ten yards for three consecutive practices. And all of a sudden they come out today and they're throwing the ball down the field and uh being successful. So it was an interesting uh an interesting one eighty from the offensive per, uh offenses perspective. See that intrigues me because this offense, for the most part, has been together. You know, all last year. You know, there aren't really too many new pieces. New, too many new pieces, except for AJ Brown. You know, there's no way just adding one piece like AJ Brown should rock the boat that much. No, yeah, um, chemistry. Um, you know, it takes a little bit time, a, a little bit of time for the offense. You know, the defense. If you think about just the nature of this game is a reactionary position. So it's a little bit easier uh, for the defense because they're reacting to what they're seeing from the offense. And, you know, sometimes for a cornerback, for instance, it's as simple as, you know, covering the guy in front of you, but it's not a particular zone play. So um, offense is a little bit more complicated, a little bit more nuanced a little bit more room for error. Um, So, you know, there's a lot. If you look around and read about some of the other training camps, you'll see some some similar stories about offenses struggling and, you know, trying to ramp it up and trying to get things going. So um, the fact that the Eagles were able to do so, and by the way (laughs) – The defense wasn't bad. Um, You know, Hmm. the play of the day was a deep ball to to Jalen Rager. And, and, you know, the second team defense was on the field and it was Zach McPherson. Um, He was right there in coverage, um, but it was just a great throw, a great catch. And I know, yeah, people are going to get upset. It's not my fault. Jalen Rager had a great catch. Um Got some first-team reps because Quez Watkins had to leave uh, with an illness, um, and he made the most of them. Uh, so, you know, Zach Pascal remains out with his illness. So Jalen Rager got some reps with the first team, and he, and he performed well with them. Um, and, um, you know, the corners who I've been talking about um, – 
it was, you know, bang, 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 three consecutive reps in those one-on-ones. It was a deep shot to Devontae Smith, who beat James Bradbury. Um, and Bradbury was right there, just a perfect throw, a good route, had about a yard of separation, uh, made the catch. It was Quez Watkins before he left on Avante Maddox, just kind of shook him in the slot, good throw. And then it was the best throw was A.J. Brown against Darius Slay. Uh, he just, Jalen Hurst just put it in the bucket, man. It was one of those throws that was perfect. Uh, it was A.J. Brown was getting and nobody else was getting it. Um, and that was three consecutive reps. And you said to yourself, wow, you know, this is, this is different. Um, and then it carried over in the team drill. So, you know, the streak shooter was hot today. It's basically how you, how you would describe it. You know, you, you mentioned Jalen hitting on a bunch of deep balls today, but I'm even more curious about, you know, the other throws that he had to make. Right. And, of a guy like Jalen Hurts, I got to be honest, me personally, I don't think I've ever seen, I don't think we've ever seen Jalen Hurts get hot in a football game from a throwing perspective. I just don't think we've seen that. I mean, if we have, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, what specifically, I know you said the deep ball, but what were some of your favorite throws um, by Jalen Hurts today? I know you said they drop in the bucket uh, to A.J. Brown and uh, Jalen Rager, but were there any intermediate or short throws that, you know, required a little bit more precision? Yeah, a couple times uh, for the second straight day, hit A.J. Brown in stride over the middle. So that enables A.J. to get those uh, yak yards after the catch. Uh, Very powerful, obviously, runner. Um, So that has been a positive. Um, The offense is way too heavy. A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, I started to talk about that. Other people are picking up on it. Um, not that they're bad players, they're very good players, but to the point where you have Devontae Smith and you say, well, when is Devontae getting the football? I mean, Devontae I was going to ask not, you about that. Yeah, he's not getting the football. And that's a concern. Uh, but that's more of a coaching uh, concern than anything else. They got to work other people into this game planning. And right now it's not game planning, but um, sort of, practice plan um and get more people involved um so that's a bit of an issue but you're right i mean the eagles have jalen hurts is not the 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 type of quarterback that's going to throw for 400 yards um can he do it probably not in (laughs) in a live uh um, you know, in an actual football game. But when you see him make throws like he made today, it gives you a little bit more confidence that it's one married. Yeah, when, when married, when coupled with the other stuff he does well, the plus one in the running game, it can make, it can make a big difference. I want to touch on Jalen Rager a little bit. Uh, today was some people say his best day of any training camp they've seen. You know, well, I don't that's really, not true. Right, right. I, I, I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to jump off a cliff. But yeah, Jalen has made 
and you could go on YouTube right now or and and watch the one-handed catches he made last year, yeah. which were Odell Beckham like. Um, Jalen has a lot of talent. That's why it's so frustrating um, that he hasn't performed anywhere near that talent level. Um, but no, this is not even close to his best training camp practice. That's the problem. I predicted before this camp that Jalen Rager would have a very good camp for the for the mere reason that he was going to be getting most of his reps against the second and third team corners. And those guys can't stick with Jalen Rager. Um, and the first couple of days, that was kind of showing up. And then he started getting more some more first-team reps, and Bradbury quickly took him out of stuff. And it's a whole different ball game when it's James Bradbury and Darius Slay, you know, versus Zach McPherson and Mac McCain. It's a whole different ball game. Right. So a guy like Jalen Rager, with this talent he has, I have to ask because Quez Watkins went went down today. Um, he had an illness from um, from what I heard, and I have to ask you this question, John. If Jalen Rager, if Jalen Rager can find a way to maximize this talent, maximize his opportunities in Philadelphia right now, is there an opportunity for him to overtake that number three spot from Quest Watkins? And I had and I also have to ask you this: who do you think is the more fundamentally sound, maybe the more talented wide receiver? More talented? Uh it, it's not even close. It's Jalen Rager. Um, really? Yeah. Um, just from a pure talent perspective. I mean, Chandler was a first-round pick in the draft, and for all the revisionist history, um, it's not like the Eagles reached by taking him. Um, other teams liked him as well and graded him as a first-round pick. In fact, you know, people in New Orleans say that the Saints were going to take him, I believe, at 24 if the Eagles didn't take him. Um, and that's a very good organization with a very good head coach at the time, offensive head coach, Sean Payton. He liked him. Um, so there's kind of this revisionist history that Jalen Rager doesn't have talent. I mean, Quez Watkins is a six-round pick. I mean, nice story, nice development. But those He's two- a chief. Yeah, he's overachieved. Those two aren't on the same level when it comes just to pure football talent. Hmm. Um, And that's why, again, there's a little bit of frustration, not a little bit, a lot, and rightfully so. Um, And it kind of tells you what. Now, look, at some point, pedigree goes into the, the, the rear view mirror as well, because Jason Kelsey was a six round pick and he's might go to the hall of fame. Um, I don't think Quez Watkins is going to be a hall of fame receiver, but um, you know, at some point we may be saying different things. I talk about player development being real. And, and guys like Marcus Epps is taking control of that safety job. TJ Edwards is, is just a, a different player now um, than when he came into this league. And those guys have worked hard. They both worked hard on their bodies. 
They look completely different. Um, and they're better football players. So, you know, you can get better. But as far as baseline talent, um, yeah, I mean, Jalen Rager's tremendously, tremendously talented. And every once in a while you see it. You saw it today. You see it with the one-handed catches. Even last year, you saw it with the 40-yard uh, kickoff return, the 30-yard punt return. You see the explosion every once in a while. But it, he's, he's, he's a player that, that has lost his confidence. Um, he pays too much attention to social media. You know, Brandon Graham said this today. You know, if you can't handle social media, and Brandon was talking about players, specifically Miles and Jalen, get off it. Get off it. You know, people were vicious to Brandon Graham in his first couple of years. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you don't have the maturity, and you use that word, if you don't have the maturity to handle it, you got to get off it. And Jalen Rager, that that would probably probably be a good first step for him, to be honest. Completely understood. So at, so at what point does the organization step in? I mean, you have a guy that you have on your roster, a guy that you've you know invested a lot in in the first round pick, and you're still trying to figure out if he can even play in this league. But yeah. he's still he's still so concerned about what people are saying or or not saying on social media. How do you curb that? Like like at what point do they does the team step in or do they not step in? No, I'm sure they've told Jalen this numerous times, and you know. But you 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 can't do when people leave the facility. I mean, they have their own lives. They they're adults. You can't, yeah, uh, they are adults, and even though they're very young adults, they're adults. Yeah, and. You give people advice and you do the best you can. And sometimes they don't take it. This is football 24 seven with John McMullen and I'm your humble host tone to shows the second. Make sure you guys are smashing that like button. It really helps the content grow. Make sure you guys are commenting in the live chat. And, and if you're watching this after the fact, make sure you guys comment below as well. We read all those and we check those out. All your support really helps. And most importantly, make sure you're subscribed to the Jacob Sports YouTube channel and check us out on jkibsports.com. That's J A K I B.com. Now, John, you know, I want to stick on the offense a little longer. Hertz says something really interesting uh, in his press conference today, and he said, We're not necessarily scheming for our defense, we're just running plays. Can you expand on that? Because, you know, I've, I've always thought when these guys are in training camp, or when they're just going against each other, right? You know, the offensive ones versus the defensive ones. I've always thought that they're at least trying to challenge each other from a scheming perspective, right? Because, I mean, they all, they all know each other's strengths and weaknesses. And I feel like the best way to improve is to, you know, go against your own guys and go against... 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C and go against the guys that know you the best, right? Know, know your tendencies, know your habits, um, know what you're likely to do, um, you know, think, uh, knows your skill set, right? So uh, what was your thoughts when Jalen indicated that they're not necessarily scheming for the defense, they're just running plays and trying things? No, yeah, you don't, you don't. I mean, they're not going to scheme for anybody until Detroit. Um, uh, no preseason, um, you don't scheme for those particular teams. Um, yeah, you just sharpen what you do. Um, and so, so, so really quickly, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but so how, how do you spot flaws in your system? How do you spot flaws in your scheme if, you know, you're not necessarily throwing it against, you know, what you had? Well, because, you know, if you want to run something and Jalen Hurts isn't comfortable with, as he mentioned today as well, or, or the coaching staff figures out this didn't work. Um, you know, you might scrap it, you might put something in, but, um, as far as game playing, you know, Jim Schwartz used to always say, and it always stuck with me, the, the, the off season, the OTAs is for teaching, uh, training camp is for evaluation. Um, and then the regular season is about the regular season is about game planning for the next opponent period. Um, there's a little bit of wiggle room to that. The first week, first couple of days of training camp, you're still teaching a little bit, but for the most part, you're evaluating what you have. And that's not only the players, that's the scheme as well. Um, but as far as, you know, game planning for Jordan Davis or Fletcher Cox or Davion Taylor or TJ Edwards or James Bradbury, it's not going to help you. It's not going to help you when the season starts. I mean, you're not playing your your defense. So you're trying to get better. You're trying to run what you think you're going to be successful with, and you're trying to get as perfect as possible with that kind of stuff. And then it just becomes, well, it's good football player against good football player in theory, and you're going to make each other better. Iron sharpens iron, the old cliche in football. Um, but that's every team. I mean, nobody's game planning or, or trying to take advantage of the weaknesses of their own defense. They're just trying to get better and get prepared for the regular season. All right. So you mentioned iron sharpens iron. I want to touch on the competition between these wide receivers, these wide receivers and these cornerbacks, you know, AJ Brown and Darius Slay, uh, all these guys, James Bradbury, Devonta Smith, these guys have been going at it. 
And I'm curious to know what you, what you've been seeing. Uh, what's your evaluation of the of the competition level? And uh, you know, ha, you know, ha, have these guys been? Have you have you noticeably been seeing these guys take their game to another level based off who's who who they line up against? Yeah, I mean, you know, I talked about Bradbury today. Somebody asked me today who who the best player in camp was, and I started thinking about it. I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm James Bradbury, James Bradbury, really. Um, I mean, that has to be encouraging, right, for the Eagles fans. I would, I would think so. Um, you know, to have those two corners, and you know, maybe it doesn't hold up, but this is a former Pro Bowl cor- corner. I mentioned when he got beat deep by Devontae Smith. Um, even when he gets beat, he's right there. Um, you know, had to be a perfect throw in one-on-ones. And then, oh, by the way, the next two. He got up in press coverage on Devontae Smith. He didn't get off the line of scrimmage, Tom. He got both hands on Devontae Smith, and he was going nowhere. He just pressed him and ch- and just completely threw him off his route. But that'll only make Devontae better. Yeah, in theory. Um, and that's what we're talking about, players against players. Um, but Bradbury has been tremendous. I don't think he's going to be the best player on the Eagles, but for these five practices, he's been the best player out there. So, um, you know, and and we'll see how it continues, and hopefully he plays at the level he did in 2020 with the Giants, and all of a sudden you got two Pro Bowl-level cornerbacks, and that's that's pretty good. Absolutely. You know, uh, moving to the defense side of the ball, a guy that hasn't really been talked about that much, in my opinion, and maybe I've missed it, but a guy that I feel like that's been flying under the radar is Josh Sweat. You know, what, what's been your evaluation of Josh Sweat? And also just what's been your evaluation of how this defensive line has been working with Tracy Rocker? You know, Tracy Rocker uh, had a lot of great things to say about Jordan Davis, had a lot of great things to say about uh, Fletch and Javon. So first, what's been, what's been your personal evaluation your observation of Josh Schwett, and then please uh, get into uh, Tracy Rogers defensive line. Um, it's a really good defensive line. Um, that Jordan Davis um, pick is enables them to be a little bit more versatile. Um, Josh Schwett, yeah, you're right. He's one of those guys. He's, he's a good player. Um, you know, um, he might not be a great player, but he's a good player. Uh, people kind of overlook him a lot. I think. I mean, know, he's a quiet guy. He is. Likes to giggle a lot as well <laughs> when he 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 giggles a lot. But um, he's he's. I always joke that if you're making a movie in Hollywood and you wanted to cast a edge rusher, you're going to cast uh, Josh Sweat. Because he's <laughs> he looks like an edge rusher. He's he's got he's long. He's got this tremendous length. Um, you know, people for people who don't know, Josh was the top recruit in the country coming out of high school, number one. And he tore up his knee and dislocated his kneecap and uh, tore all the ligaments. Devastating injury. Um, went to Florida state. So he still had his, um, um, 
you know, still had a scholarship, but it, it took him a while to get back from that injury. Um, and people kind of forgot about him. People kind of forgot about him, but he's always, you know, that six, five, 270 pound guy who just looks like an edge rusher. Um, and he had seven and a half sacks last year. I think he'll get double digits this year, but we'll see. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Cause I feel um, he underachieved. Like, I mean, some people say different, but me personally, I believe Josh depends, depends where, you know, I don't know. Underachieve is a tough word. I mean, that's his first year really wasn't a starter. His first year as that's true. Um, that's true. He's been a rotational guy for the most part. Yeah. And, and this will be his first year as the deep back starter on the edge. Um, ahead of Derek Barnett, uh, which Eagle fans will be thrilled by. <laughs> um, and, you know, fourth round pick depends. Are we talking about the number one high school recruit in the country? Or are we talking about a fourth round pick? Um, it's probably somewhere in between, but I think Hassan Reddick's presence and, and, and Jordan Davis will, will help make him a better player. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you mentioned he's been the, he's been considered to be the de facto number one. Uh, well, been he's been on the first team, uh, you know, this training camp and B, uh, BG mentioned in his press conference that he's actually taking second team reps which is interesting to me. I mean, it's not necessarily a surprise because of his age and the fact that he's bouncing back off that injury and how much depth we have at that at that edge position now. You know, with Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett, you got Milton Williams, who's kind of a tweener, then you got Hassan Reddick. You know, I'm curious to know what, what your observation is of BG and how he's been responding uh, to training camp, uh, you know, bouncing back from that torn Achilles. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting for the Eagles because but first we have to see, you know, if BG is BG, so to speak, he's 34. He's coming off an Achilles injury. Um, father time gets us all at some point. And um, I don't know if he's going to be the same player. If he is the same player, um, I don't know how they keep him off the field. No offense to Josh Sweat, who we just talked about, or even Hassan Reddick. Um they're not Brandon Graham and at his peak. Um, so it's going to be interesting that if he's still the same guy, uh, how do you keep him off the field? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, now you can do some other things because he's very versatile. So you can move him inside. You can play four eye uh, technique. You can take, um, uh, but then you're taking Pletcher or Javon off the field. So right. it's a nice problem to have. Although when coaches say that, um, and Jalen Hurts kind of went through this. Pe people asked him, you know, is Devontae jealous because he's not getting the ball and your best friends with A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Like, I didn't like that question, honestly. Yeah. When I heard it, it was kind of like a – Yeah, and he completely shrugged it off, as he should have. Um, but you know, the, the, it's, it's tough to, for good players to, to accept lesser roles when they know they're good players. And 
let's see how that shakes out. But, you know, that good problem to have that coaches talk about, it's usually not a good problem. It's usually a pain in the ass, to be honest, because. Well, I mean, B, you know, BG's been open to it, he says. Yeah, he says it, but he's never done it before. You know, he's yeah. never been asked to play. And Brandon's been, it, he's been the guy with Fletcher Cox. I mean, That's those true. guys are out there. And I've, yeah. I've talked to a lot of offensive coaches over the years. And they all say, we got a block, 91 and 55. That's who, when we talked about game planning, that's who the opposition game plan for. Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham um, on the Eagles defense. Um, you know, at some point, everybody's got to take a step back, but sometimes it's not easy to do that. Understood. We're going to begin to close the show out. I have two final uh, points to, uh, to, to hit with you. Now, I want to get into who were some of your standouts, right? And some guys who maybe didn't stand out. Basically, to you, whose stock is rising and whose stock is dropping? Uh, Brad, well, I said one. Defensively, a lot of guys. Bradbury up. T.J. Edwards up. Davion Taylor up. Marcus Epps up. A lot of good defensive players early in camp. Um, offensively, um, I, I, Kenny Gainwell, people are skipping steps with him. You know, today <laughs> I say it all the time. I mean, I mean, Miles is so far ahead of Kenny Gainwell as a runner. Uh, today, the Eagles, you know, offense won the day. You know, probably for the first time. Because, uh, you know, if you talk to most reporters, they'll tell you the Eagles won the first day offensively, but I don't think they did. It was just all red zone work, so people see touchdowns and they go, oh, they scored a touchdown. But overall, the defense played better in those types of situations. So this was the first time that the offense won the day, so to speak. But they ran one uh, period of goal line and the defense completely, completely dominated, completely wow. dominated. And they tried two running plays with Kenny Gainwell as the goal line back. And he got stuffed both times. <laughs> now I'm not saying we need Jordan Howard because, but the Eagles might start thinking about getting a bigger back. If they yeah. don't think miles can do it, or let Boston Scott do it. Um, Kenny got completely, completely stuffed on both both opportunities. Um, so I would say him, Devontae Smith, but not because of anything Devontae is doing wrong. They just aren't throwing him the football. Um, I don't understand it, but they're just not throwing him the football. So from that perspective, I I would say maybe those guys have taken a little bit of a step back in camp. Um, offensively, to Isaac Sayamalo, who is completely, completely already won the right guards. So we were all talking about that all the, you know, that's going to be the big spot. Big nope, not at all. Completely slammed the door. He's the right guard. Um, so I would say he is 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 a guy who's taking a big step forward. 
And then, you know, the big story, Jalen Hurts. Um, here's how I – so we're at five days, I would say. Good, really bad, bad, nondescript, really good. That's okay. your five days with Jalen Hurts. Okay. All right. So he's – so far – based off today, trending in the right direction. So my final point to hit with you, John, um, can you give us any updates on uh, the injury report? Um, I know you mentioned uh, Zach Pascal, um, Quest Watkins uh, went down with the illness, but uh, any uh, any more updates um, on the injury front? And then we'll close out the show. Yeah, Andre Dillard left practice today. We still don't know the injury, uh, but he did leave practice. Quez actually returned on the field to watch the end of practice, so that's uh, positive. Um Zach Pascal again watch practice. So in theory, he's getting closer. Um, Mac McCain missed practice and Greg Ward. Mac was a knee injury. He had been taking second team reps at corner opposite Zach McPherson. So that's probably a little bit bigger than people realize. Um, Greg Ward had a toe injury. He was out there watching practice as well. So it can't be too serious. Um, but those were the two guys new to the injury report. And all right, just got uh, a little bit word. Practice getting moved up to nine. Eh, not, not, not sure of that yet. But anyway, I was hoping that was an Andre Dillard uh, injury update. It was not. So Andre left practice, um, and we'll see how that shakes out. Okay, so. Eagles fans, you guys heard her here first. If you guys need any more, any more updates in regarding your Philadelphia Eagles, any sort of news, any any rumors, any any sort of insight that you want in your Philadelphia Eagles, John McMullen has you guys covered. Make sure you guys lock in on jkibsports.com. That's J-A-K-I-B sports.com. John is giving you all your report cards from uh, the latest Eagles training camp. We are now on day five. Day six is fast approaching. But you guys, you were tuned into football 24-7 with John McMullen. I'm your humble host, Tone DeShields II. Make sure you guys smash that like button. Make sure you guys comment below. And most importantly, make sure you guys are subscribed. Stay humble, stay healthy, and most importantly, stay hungry. One love, you guys, and fly was fly. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.